day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I am your host, Kimberly Jensen, coming to you live from my closet studio today. Yep, you heard it correctly. Isn't it funny where you find like new home, new sounds, new echoes because we don't, we're still missing some furniture. Uh, you got to find where it works and, uh, the, the closet seems to be, you know, I've heard through the professional bloggers out there that they all started in their closet. So the way I see it, I'm on my way, uh, just not there yet. (laughs) Anyway, um, good to be here with you. I think I've finally figured out where I can find some time quiet without children, without dogs, and without interruption where I can come. You know, once you, when you're just like an amateur like me, uh, you have to get creative in your creative space because I don't, you know, can't just, I don't have my own studio where I just go and escape and get creative. No, I get creative in my wild studio and then I got to go find closets to record in. And that's perfectly fine with me because that's perfectly the life that I have designed. And that I am forever grateful. Uh, today's episode is brought to you actually by Organized Chaos. Uh, the Organized Chaos, for those of you that are new to my podcast, I created a business a couple of years ago. In in essence, it is to help women control the controllable so that when the uncontrollable happens, you don't completely derail. Um, you know, it's like when you finally start that fitness routine and then you get a cold, but then like your whole life doesn't fall apart. That's what organized chaos does. It keeps you um, just working towards the little pieces that kind of keep you in flow, um, growing and still organized and still living your life on purpose. Um, and we are actually having our second, uh, ever virtual workshop. Um, it is a three to four hour workshop on a Saturday. Uh, this one will be March 19th. Um, you will learn everything from morning routines to marriage, to parenting, to, business goals to you name it, traditions and uh, a little bit of everything. And you will walk away fully equipped, fully prepared with a calendar full of ways to go after your life um, with everything you got. So uh, the cost is low. Um, We had one in real life uh, retreat back in October and we will have another one again in October. You can find all the information on KimberMaxine.com forward slash organized chaos. Um, if you just go to my website, kimbermaxine.com and go to the organized chaos circle, you will find all the information about the workshops. We are having a marriage workshop coming up. We just had a budgeting one. Um, there will be, there's always a workshop once a month and then there's a large virtual, uh, retreat, so to speak once a quarter. So if you want to get involved and you want to get organized and you want to change your world radically, this is the best way to do it. So get signed up today, reserve your spot, um, and we will see you on the 19th. Okay, today I want to talk about uh, this cool story about uh, a gal named Jenny um, and how in life we need more Jennies and less Karens. Okay, so first off, I should preface this with saying, I'm really sorry if your name is Karen. Like, from the entire world to you, Karen, I'm really sorry. Because, man, did your name take a beating this year. Um, I really don't have anything to uh, say except for that once in, I was a freshman in high school, and Lil' Kim did some pretty disturbing things, and... uh, 
I was really into theater at the time, so I was on stage a lot. And anyway, she had done something and the rumor was that Lil' Kim had done something. And I was all I've always been little Kim because I'm little. And uh, you know, that's about all I have to compare to being a Karen, except for that the entire world is using your name. <laughs> In the worst possible way. So if your name is Karen, I just want to say I'm sorry. And I in no way, shape, or form am speaking to you. Unless, of course, you are Karen in the verbiage of what I'm using in context. And if you are that Karen, then I also apologize because I'm not intending to offend you by any means. I'm simply just trying to make an example out of a name that uh, was has been well, has become quite the word to use. And I suppose it could be any name, right? Like it could be, you know, Julie or, um, you know, Jariah or I don't know, Susan or whatever. It's kind of like the, like the, um, the thing that's in your cabinet, the lazy Susan, lazy Susan, we call them lazy Valerie's, but really it could be any name, I suppose, that really doesn't, it, it could be any name. So anyway, all that to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so I want to share a quick story about a gal named Jenny. So I was doing Instacart and I, um, I was, we had just moved and I'm talking like three days ago. And of course I hadn't gotten to Target or anywhere to get my kids anything for Valentine's Day. I didn't even have any chocolates or candies or anything. And not that you have to have anything, but I've always had something. So once you start with my kids, I'm like, this is a tradition. Unfortunately, I'm a girl who has lots of traditions. So the one thing I will say about traditions is you better be ready to like stick it out because kids are going to call you on your crap if you forget the tradition, right? So if you are, you got to be prepared to do the thing that is the tradition. All that to say, they would totally be expecting something. And so I put in my Instacart order and I put all these things on Target, you know, like some coloring books and some work, you know, cute little things for whatever, nothing crazy. And Jenny is texts me and she's like, Hey, they don't have any of these things. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And it's now like nine something at nighttime. And I'm like, what's going to be open? Like maybe Walgreens. But again, we literally just moved in. You're like a dead body. You haven't stopped moving. And like, you know, you're, you're basically sleeping five hours a day and you're on your feet the rest. And I, I tell her, I'm like, it's my kids. It's for Valentine's day. And I don't, I'm like talking to her and like still unpacking boxes. And I don't even really get that. Like, she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, what ages are there? And I'm thinking like, Oh, maybe she's at target and she's looking at the coloring books and she can find something for them. So I tell her the ages and anyway, she drops off the order and then I get a message and she said, Hey, listen, I went to CVS and I just got your kids some things that I think they would love based on your girls and your boy or your boys and your girl. Um, because I can't imagine them not having Valentine's day. And, um, so I just went ahead and paid out of my own pocket and got you something. I hope it works and happy Valentine's day to you and your family. Like really Jenny, like talk about blessing somebody for really no no reason other than she just she took it upon herself to see the situation and make a difference and i thought to myself like of course my husband's like you better like blow up that tip like more than more than and i'm like and he's like to cover not only the cost but then the time and just the kindness and anyway so we did we gave her a fat tip 
And um, I will forever be grateful for Jenny, who my, I, the things she got are still to this day. One of them is my daughter's absolute favorite. It's like it learn teaches you how to like sketch with the colors and it it's just beautiful. And every time Avery pulls it out, I think to myself, I think about Jenny. And I, I, I thought, uh, you know, I, I remember thinking a lot about that situation and I think about it a lot all the time and how the world needs more Jennies, um, in general. Uh, you know, it's, it's helping the lady in the grocery store that looks like she's struggling because she's got too many kids or too much stuff in her cart. And rather than just looking at her like, man, you're crazy. Why don't you just do something different rather than judging and, and not helping it's, it, you can still judge, but you can still help, you know, and we've become this nation that's too afraid to get near each other. Um, that's a whole other podcast, but we've, we've become so, um, it's almost like avoidance. Like I don't want to have to talk, breathe, look, see, or even have a, an, a conversation with somebody so I'm just going to avoid people altogether. Um, and then you have Jennies in the world who are going out of their way, out of their time, out of their, you know, probably their route and, and doing something because for the just goodness of their heart. And I mean, she didn't know I wasn't going to pay her. She, I could have given her nothing, right? Like I could give her the normal 10% tip or 20% tip that you normally tip the Instacart um, or shipped driver. And I... I keep thinking now in moments where I have time to think of how can I be more like Jenny, right? Like how can, what could I do that could be more like Jenny? And and what are some things that are against, because I, I'm at this place in my life and maybe it's just me and I'm, you know, I like to avoid any kind of something that is against it's not that I'm against all rules or against all, you know, government, so to speak, or, or, or any of that. <laughs> I just, I like to go against the grain. Like if it's like, Hey, you know, stay away from people. I feel very pulled to be even closer to people. Um, and I realize that, you know, I get it. I know we, we had a pandemic. I'm going to go ahead and say had because it's over now. Um, and yes, there was some things that were caught from being less than six feet apart. Maybe, I don't know, but, um, all that to say, I like to do the opposite of what the world is doing because I think what the world is doing is going to wreck generations to come. I think that we have to get offline and get in person. I think that we have to get away from ourselves and see the needs of others. I think that we have to become this. We are, we're going to have to fight against what's normal so that our children know a little bit how to be normal people with that know that know how to be good neighbors and know how to be um you know kind and loving and helpful and see the needs of people before their own and we aren't we're not raising kids like that anymore we're not raising kids that are being taught that they don't get always what they want and we're we're allowing we're as a nation we're allowing them to just be online and the stories continue to come out about all these video games and all these creepers who are you know basically luring our children in and you know teaching them god knows what and it's not them it's us and we have to decide that we are going to keep kindness, we are going to keep love, we are going to keep goodness, we are going to keep gentleness, and, and we are going to keep that in the world. And unless we teach it, generation to come will be forever ruined because of it. And I don't know about you, but that is like heartbreaking. I still long for the days of the phone that's attached to the wall. 
I'm longing for the answering machine that you get to come home and see if anybody, I mean, as much as the hard times where you'd hope that the boyfriend left the message on the answering machine, but you'd hear the click and you knew it was them because they didn't want to leave a message because they didn't want everyone in your family to hear that Charlie was calling. I don't know who Charlie is. Never dated Charlie. Uh, But you know what I'm talking about. Our kids aren't going to know that. We have immediate access to all of them. And actually, I experienced for the first time the other day an inability to get a hold of my kids. And even though I know they're young and you may judge me right in this moment, but they were on the bus for the first time. And I had to trust that they were, I know it's the system and and it it has flaws and people have flaws, but they were together and they knew what, they know what to do if a situation goes awry. Um, And yeah, I might get every one of those little watches that can only call me or text me um, just for situations like this. But I had this moment of like, huh, this is, this is a reliance of complete I can't sit here and worry. The Bible tells me not to. I can't sit here and be anxious. I have to know that in good faith, my kids are okay. And and that's how, I mean, when my parents sent me off to Paris at 16, there was no cell phone. I had to check in with them using coins in a machine that was attached to a phone booth. Y'all, we live in a different world. And to be to keep life alive, to keep a heartbeat alive, we are going to have to fight against the grain. Unless, of course, you're good with it. And then maybe this podcast isn't for you. And that's okay, too. But I'm not. And I won't settle for that for me and my family. And I need to figure out a way to continue to fight the good fight. And to fight for my kids. And to fight for them. And the future. And their kids' future. And my grandkids' future. And their grandkids' future. And even if it means we're against the grain, that's okay. That is okay. Um, I have to tell Carter all the time when he'll say things like, well, it's so-and-so, that's them. That's not us, bud. Like we're not that, and not in anything in, in against them, but that's not how we're going to live our life. That's not how we're going to live out our family values in real time. So I, I implore you to seek the Jenny's moments in your life. You know, whether it's paying for Starbucks or, you know, it's like Shaq. I don't know if you guys have been seeing Shaq, but he like walks into stores. I'm not saying you're Shaq and you can go buy people bikes all the time. But if you see that moment of like a dire need or something where you can show kindness to somebody, instead of thinking of it as that will take away from something else that I have to do or time that I don't have, think of it as a way to shine brightly for them in their life because you never know what kind of impact that could make on them forever. And the significance of that moment, although not successful in the world of the eyes or in the eyes of the world, because number one, it's not on blast. It's not on social media. It's not for someone to like or see or do, but instead it's a moment between you and someone else that will play a significant role in their life forever and potentially forever to, you know, generations to come. And that's what we want to seek. And so I hope that you will take the time to seek those moments out in your life Figure out how to teach your kids about the Jennies of the world so that they can too be like that for someone else.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that it gave you um, maybe just some soul searching um, in ways in that you can think about how to bring more kindness into your everyday. Because we all know the old saying goes, like, kindness to you is really kindness to me. Because when you help someone, as much as we don't help someone to help ourselves, it goes both ways. It gives back tenfold. Um, Because what you will feel on the inside, like, we all know Jenny was feeling like, I just saved that family. Like, that mom, even she might even think, like, that mom owes me. doesn't matter because she knows that I can't, like, do anything for her. Or maybe she was expecting the tip. But whatever the case, that, will, that affected her just as much as it did me. And so if we think of it in terms of really giving ourselves some soul food. Um, that's exactly what we're doing. So anyway, I hope that this spoke to you. I hope that you will share it. Um, I hope that you will, uh, share it with a friend or put it on your socials. Um, leave a review if you can, um, anything to keep the podcast living. Um, it doesn't live without your, uh, attention to do so. So, um, I'm grateful and thankful, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, remember that your life was made on purpose for a purpose. So live that out. Thank you.